0: Welcome back to week two of This Week at OSU. Hey, guys. How's it going? We have a really big interview, uh, our first interview ever. Ever, It's pr- going to be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to to do it. Um, but first, how was your Thanksgiving, Dustin?
1: It was pretty good. I felt a little fast, but it was yeah, best definitely. to have that
0: break. Did you go Black Friday shopping?
1: I didn't, no. Neither did I.
0: I, I. I went out um, the next day. Okay. So, I like, the day of... Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't buy anything though.
1: But, uh, <laughs> How'd your turkey bowl go? I know you had one, right? It was
0: good. I had a lot of fun, but I felt like I was like 100 years old for the next <laughs> few days. I, I'm still yeah. like hurting about it. And that uh-huh. was like over a week ago or at, at this point. So not the same as two years ago. I but... think this might be the last year that I that I did it because really? yeah, I'm, I'm pretty old. <laughs> um, let's get into the recap
1: of this week. All right. So uh, starting off, we had the big Game that everyone, we talk about every year. OSU beat Michigan 31 to 20. Uh, kind of scared us in the beginning. Yeah. But in, when don't in the they? middle. In yeah, the middle. Yeah, <laughs> true, man, true. But uh, when don't they? So it's all right. It kept it interesting that way. Um, yeah. Dwayne Haskins stepped up big time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was watching it at home and mm. I
0: was freaking out the entire time. Yeah. Ended up being a dub for the good guys. Mm-hmm. But Dwayne Haskins,
1: he, he came in and he impressed me. He made me really. Uh, excited for for next year yeah Yeah. no I 100% agree and because I like the big question you know like what are we going to do with uh, JT yeah Um, and he answered that for me so I was happy about that
0: and it also raises the question of JT he said he's going to play this week but Mm. I I don't know I didn't really feel confident in him before so I mean yeah
1: I mean, you wonder like if he kind of doesn't do as well do they put Dwayne Haskins in I don't know
0: right Knowing urban
1: he probably won't because he's like you, Love with JT, so we'll see. <laughs> that's his man crush. Yeah, um, but yeah. So, in since it's the end of the year and everything, we had a lot of awards come out for the Buckeyes. So big one so far. Uh, JT got Big Ten uh, quarterback of the year. His third time as right. a quarterback here, so that's really big for him. The only the only year that he missed was uh, the year that he got, or
0: him and Cardell. Yeah, he kept switching. Uh, on and kept off. switching. Yeah. yeah, so it would have been 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won it in 2014, 2016, and this will be 2017. So it's third year that he's won it. Yeah, pretty big deal. Add to add
1: to his uh, extremely long resume. So. Another another.
0: And and on the same note, um, Ohio State quarterback has won it every single year except for 2015. Oh really? It Jeez. would have been Braxton in 2012. Braxton 2013. JT mm-hmm. 2014. JT 16, JT 17. Yeah. And then, um, Connor Cook in 2015 for
1: Michigan state. Mm. Hey, maybe, maybe we're the quarterback school in the big 10. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, so (laughs) other big awards, we got, uh, Billy Price, our center. He won uh, offensive lineman of the year for the big 10. And then no surprise there. Yeah. And then Nick Bosa defensive lineman of the year. That was a big one. That was a
0: big one. Yeah. Um, that's, Three years in a row that an Ohio State defensive lineman has won it.
1: Yeah, true. Joey Bosa, and um, then uh, Tyquan Lewis. Tyquan Lewis. I was surprised that Nick Bosa won it, but yeah, he kind of flew under the radar with that. I was looking at his stats; I didn't even realize. I mean, I watched every game. I, I mean, obviously he's a great player and everything.
0: I think he's overshadowed by his brother a little bit because Joey Bosa is just so great. Exactly. Yeah, um, even
1: now in the NFL, he's doing great. So, so
0: it's almost like Nick will never live up to it. But Mm. well, I don't know. But as as of
1: yet. I mean, I hope so, so we'll see. So do I, so do I. but he's obviously putting up the stats. So mm, For sure. So And then also the All-Big Ten honors came out. So first team, we did pretty well. We had uh, JT, one uh, quarterback, All-Big Ten. And then we had three linemen. We had Billy Price, Jamarco Jones, and Michael Jordan, all first team, All-Big Ten. So it was a pretty big deal for us. And then uh, other teams, we had second team, J.K. Dobbins won. Uh, so And then as a freshman, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Definitely a big future with him, as we already know. And then third team, another lineman for us, Isaiah Prince and Paris Campbell. So definitely uh, showed up on those All Big Ten. That's awesome. I think
0: the two biggest surprises come in on the third team. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Isaiah Prince. I know he struggled big time last year, being thrown in there as a, as a freshman, correct? The, yeah. Against Clemson, sure. um, mm-hmm. he got his butt whooped the entire game. Yeah. But I know that his confidence was really hurt after that. But so that's good. That's good to see him as a third team. I agree
1: with that, yeah. I mean, I was also surprised kind of with Paris Campbell. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, I feel like this season is – I'm always going to remember his season as the fumble against Penn State and then leaving the game, you know? Yeah. But so, like, I guess maybe that's why I'm a little – uh, surprised by it because you know, I'm not looking at the huge plays that he's had I mean he had, obviously it's a huge threat whenever he hits the ball but still. yeah he
0: was supposed to be like the guy to take over after Curtis Samuel who yeah. was his last year was a first team wide receiver mm-hmm. and he just hasn't lived up to the hype but yeah. that was that was the big the two biggest surprises for me as well and Mike Weber on the honor honorable mention mentor. yeah especially
1: with uh sharing the backfield with Dobbins and then uh all his injuries this year I mean I mean, you going down from last year as a second team second was team, it? Yeah. yeah. But I mean as a freshman. That's awesome. I mean if you look at it, we have two running backs that are all big ten. So yeah. that's awesome. Right. That, I mean and both return next year. So hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um so yeah, so moving on, we've got uh women's volleyball. They ended their season this week. They beat Maryland but then ended the year losing to Illinois. So they ended the season fifteen and sixteen uh eight and twelve in the conference so decent season wish they could have gotten to 500 but always next year so we'll see what happens with that and then uh men's basketball had a big week this week for them uh not necessarily in success but <laughs> yeah. big week as in they, they played a lot of games so they played in the pk 80 tournament uh they played in the motion bracket the Phil night tournament so
0: yeah let's just take a moment uh Phil and I literally threw a basketball tournament for his 80th birthday. Like, <laughs> yeah. that is
1: that is insane yeah. to me. But whatever, continue. <laughs> I mean, it was a great tournament, for <laughs> yeah. sure. So, I mean, I, and the jerseys, man. Those yeah. were awesome. Yeah, they were sweet. Yeah. I agree. Like the color rush. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a good, awesome. The Ohio State's were, were awesome. Yeah, they that was, was the like, highlight so. of the tournament for them, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so they started off losing to Gonzaga. Um, I mean, it was a blowout, but definitely one of the top teams in the nation. So yeah. I, mean, I yeah. can't take a whole lot out of that one. But so then they went on to play Stanford, beat them, and then they went on to the fifth-place game and had a 15-point lead against Butler. Gave that up, unfortunately, and lost uh, to – two time. Yeah. By one? Yeah, I believe so. And yeah. So they finished sixth in the tournament. Um, this is kind of a loss that kind of uh, hurts even more because it's Chris Ol- Holman's old yeah, team. Yeah, right. So I'm sure it hurt more for him than any of us, but still. But
0: honestly, if you would have asked me before, I wouldn't have thought Ohio State would have had a chance – like. No, they've got yeah. the close with Butler, so mm. I guess it's more of a bright spot than anything. True, yeah. but I wish they would have pulled it out. Obviously, uh, I was yeah,
1: obviously. But uh, so and then last night, uh, they lost to Clemson, very unfortunate there. Uh, that was part of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Uh, we had the lead at the end of the first half, gave that up in the second half. Um, so obviously, got to look at finishing these games and continuing to be consistent, but still. A, Early in the year, it's a long season, so. How did the Big Ten do in that ter- in the tournament as a whole? Well, pretty unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> we went, we lost eleven to two. Um, so ACC won eleven games and we only won two. Uh, only teams that win for us were uh, <laughs> Purdue and Nebraska, but Purdue had a nice win against Louisville. Uh, Louisville's a top team every year, right. uh, as we know. So that was really nice. Uh, it was a good game to watch too. Um, but it's ACC's. Obviously, uh, well, not. I guess other people can say debates, but uh, I would say the best conference in the college of basketball. So yeah, no,
0: I, I I would agree with yeah, that. yeah.
1: But it, it's I did look at it history wise. Um, we have been winning it a lot lately. Um, we lost it last year, but most of the time we've been able to control the t- the challenge. But kind of unfortunately, didn't get the didn't weren't even close this year. So. <laughs>
0: kind of got blown
1: out. Yeah. Um, then we got women's basketball. They actually did. Uh, were the high point of the basketball programs for us. So they played in the play for key showcase, uh, and they beat number fourteen Stanford in overtime to win the tournament. So that was a really big deal for them. So they uh, went up to number eight in the country and Kelsey Mitchell, she's been going off. I mean
0: absolutely yeah having
1: her way out there. Yeah, having her season for sure. I mean that's she against Stanford. She had thirty-seven points. Thirty-one of those points came in the second half and overtime. She's insane. I have to say. And she won for nineteen from twenty from the free throw line. Yeah.
0: which, like, there's NBA players that won't even come close to that. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's insane. And mm. you 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 mentioned that she just
1: broke a record, didn't she? Yeah, pretty big deal for her. I mean. We just talked about her big game. That's not even the high point of her week. So she just broke the record for most career three pointers in Division One women's college basketball. I mean, that's a huge deal.
0: No, that's significant. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, when I first heard that, I was like, "Really?" Like in all basketball, I thought maybe just Ohio State or Big Ten, but no, in all of D one basketball. So that's a huge honor for her. Congratulations to her. Um, hopefully, that t- her success cont- continues. So she's had an amazing career.
0: Right. Um, and for for you, for those who don't know who Kelsey Mitchell is, uh, she's a senior here at uh, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, she is five eight, and she's a guard. So, uh, just the fact that she
1: can do that kind of stuff yeah. uh, shows that she's, she's unbelievable. She's unbelievable, mm-hmm. right? She's on the USA team and everything, and uh, she's been definitely our key, the key to our success in the past three years, and including this year. So we'll see we're how expect- she does. We're her expecting big year. things out of her. Yeah. So. Hope for the best from her. Uh, so moving on, we got wrestling. Uh, big deal. Just recently, before uh, this podcast, we just found out that Kyle Snyder at the Team USA Awards, he won the U.S. Male Olympic Athlete of the Year Award. Um, that's extremely huge. If you, I mean, you have top athletes in the whole country. Right. So, huge congratulations to him. Uh, wrestling, we haven't had a whole lot of uh, competition lately, uh, but they did beat Cleveland State and Kent in the... Over Thanksgiving break, uh, pretty easily. Uh, so they're this season. They're three and zero, starting off pretty well.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Um, they also traveled to Ann Arbor over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, swept the Wolverines and
1: in, in convincing fashion. So men's hockey, For men's yeah. hockey. Well, yeah. yeah, men's hockey. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. No, was okay. I was moving <laughs> on to the next. So as Josh was saying, yes, we uh, beat number seventeen Michigan, like he said twice. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> A huge deal, especially since Michigan, and so now we moved up from 15 to 11 in the nation, uh, continuing to be successful. We're currently riding a four-game point streak, so uh, we have three wins and one tie in our past four games. That's a pretty big deal, so hopefully we can right. continue that. And then lastly, uh, last but not least, we have Women's Hockey. They split uh, last week with Robert Morris. They lost in overtime and then won the other game. Uh, now they are currently ranked number five in the country. So, they're having a great season. Uh, hoping for the best as it goes on and everything
0: for them. No, I agree. That was a good recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, heading on to the preview um, tonight, so November 30th, we have finally the women's basketball game versus Duke. <laughs> it felt like forever. That's uh-huh. um, at 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, they're playing in Durham. Uh, Duke is number 14. Ohio State is, we both have moved up. Ohio State's now uh, number eight. That'll be an awesome game. Yeah. Uh, As to their tough
1: schedule so far this year. So. Yeah,
0: Kelsey Mitchell is going to go off.
1: Oh, yes, definitely.
0: Um, also tonight, we have uh, women swimming and men swimming. Uh, they're at the total performance invitational. Um, that's in Columbus heading into December. This Saturday is a really big day for the Buckeyes. Um, well, first, actually, a yeah, Friday. The first women's ice hockey plays St. Cloud State, six or seven p.m. in Columbus. Men's I- ice hockey plays Penn State. That's a big game. Yeah, that's a
1: big deal. Uh, big rivalry, as you could say, um, for them in a conference game, so it's always important for them.
0: Right. They're at seven p.m. in Columbus. So, Dustin, you might have to head and go see that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have. Uh, wrestling, they're playing in the Cliff Keene Las Vegas Invitational out in Las Vegas, obviously. Uh, we have the pistol team. They're in the USAS Winter Air Championships in Colorado, and the rifle team is in the USA shooting winter gun or winter air gun championships in Colorado as well. Uh, heading into Saturday the second, uh, we have women's ice hockey again at St. Cloud State. St. Cloud State uh, men's ice hockey again at Penn State. Uh, men's basketball plays Wisconsin 5 p.m. That'll be a big game yeah. over in Madison open it up to our conference conference schedule, schedule with a good team. Um, we have the big game, the Big Ten championship uh, Ohio State Buckeyes versus Wisconsin in Indianapolis for the big Ten championship.
1: Hopefully we can get that first championship since 2014, so it's a big deal for us.
0: Yeah, I'll be in attendance. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to being in Indianapolis. I'm
1: sure it'll be a great game.
0: I hope so. I hope yeah. I'm leaving happy. <laughs> um, on Sunday, we have women's basketball. They play Maine, 1 um, o'clock p.m. in Columbus. Uh, on Monday, the 4th, Michigan uh, comes to Columbus in a men's basketball game, 6.30 p.m., That'll be awesome. The uh, Buckeyes are going to get another win this year. Yeah, we
1: won last year. Hopefully, we can get it again. Yeah. Uh, Michigan just played a close game for the beginning, at least, against North Carolina, and then got creamed by them. So, maybe we can uh, do the same to them.
0: <laughs> right. And uh, to wrap up the week, we have, on Wednesday the 6th, we have women's basketball taking on the Florida Gators in Gainesville, 5.30 p.m. They're going to um, they're gonna head down to Florida and, and whoop them up. Sounds like a good week. Yeah, I Saturday agree. Be a big day for sure. Uh, so that there was the uh, the preview for next week. Now we're gonna head into our very first ever student interview with uh, two-time national champion synchronized swimmer uh, Jessica Giannuzzi. And now we have on our very first special guest interview two-time national
1: champion jessica gianuzzi Hey jessica so how's it going good how are you good um just gonna start off basically uh so i mean i know you we in uh cma edu together that's how we met um but obviously not, not all of our listen, listeners know you so you want to talk about yourself a little bit maybe
2: yeah sure so i am originally from indiana um small town indiana and i came here four years ago to be a synchronized swimmer um I'm studying, I'm currently a senior, I'm studying arts management, I have a business minor and a media and society minor.
1: It's very busy. Sounds good, yeah. Um, So, synchronized swimming, I wouldn't say is the most popular sport in the world, Um, and like you said, a lot of people misjudge it and everything, so you want to talk about maybe a little bit, like, your little pitch about it?
0: Yeah, describe it to us a little bit.
2: (laughs) Okay, so synchronized swimming is a combination of ballet, gymnastics, and speed swimming, In one, um, we dance to music. Underwater, we have underwater speakers. We count just like dancers would. We have judges like gymnastics meets would have. We cannot touch the bottom or we get disqualified. So everything is done on complete body strength. Um, We wear nose clips to plug our nose while we're upside down. And... That's about all the fun things about it. Um, during competitions, we put Jello in our hair to hold our hair back instead of wearing like caps.
1: Like edible Jello.
2: Yeah, so we can put that's like so fun little headpieces <laughs> in our hair. Yeah, yeah. So it's super fun, super uh, cool.
1: Yeah, I mean that's awesome. Uh, I think that's really interesting, even for me. Like, and I guess I could say i have seen it at least once in my life. So I'm. Yeah, it, <laughs> it
0: looks like incredibly impossible. Yeah, the I mean I couldn't do it. So that's so pretty awesome. I I mean I think I'm gonna start this off. Um, I'm gonna ask a question everybody's been wondering. Uh, When's was the first time that you were swimming? Like, the first time you went swimming or ever or <laughs> were in water, I yeah. guess.
2: So I was in the water at six months old um, oh, with my mom and those little kitty classes. Mm. And I started swimming, synchronized swimming, when I was six. So however many years later. But I've been <laughs> doing it since then. So I think I'm on year 14 now.
1: Okay. Yeah. So what got you into synchronized swimming? Like, was this something you found Just just Love at first sight.
2: <laughs> um, in Indiana, so each state is different. We are a club sport, not a high school sport. So in Indiana, we only had one team. And there was a flyer up at my elementary school. And my principal knew I loved swimming. So he came up to me and he asked me if I'd want to try out. So I ended up going to tryouts. And for some reason, I stuck with it. Right. And here we are. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we looked up your Wikipedia page, but we couldn't find <laughs> <it> very much on <laughs> <laughs> you. So this is a, this is pretty informative for us too.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, you picked the right school going to Ohio state 30 time national champion now I and mean, that's pretty ridiculous, but, uh, I think you could give us a key to what the, uh, success the key to the program's long success has been maybe.
2: Yeah. So I mean, that's crazy to me. Definitely. Our coaching staff is amazing mm-hmm. and our athletic department is just out of this world. Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to have such an awesome program if it wasn't for them, um, Holly Vargo-Brown is our head coach right now, and she has been coaching here for ages. Sorry, Holly, if you hear this, (laughs) but um, she's one of the best coaches in the country, and she, I don't know, she's like the foundation of this team, so I feel like without her, we wouldn't be able to do and accomplish what we do every day in the water, Mm -hmm. but also just having a team of 20 to 30 people every year that are all in, like willing to put forth 110% Hundred and ten percent every single day to win national titles.
0: So when you so when you knew that you wanted to collegially do this, did did you know that you like you wanted to go to Ohio State, or were you considering other schools as well?
2: Um, at first, I actually wasn't considering swimming in college, and wow. I was recruited by Ohio State and two other schools, and I did visits to one of the other schools, and then fell in love with Ohio State when I came here, and um, actually a few of my teammates from Indiana had already. Been here for a year competing and mm, swimming, so sure. it already had felt like a family was already here waiting for me.
1: That's cool, yeah. I mean, good choice, I have to <laughs> <laughs> um, So now that you've been here this year, senior year, um, already two time national champion, maybe give us a little insight on what it's like to be a national champion?
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Not a lot of people can say they're national champions. Exactly, so. yeah. It's um,
2: pretty wild. Um, we work our butts off. Most of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, We start training in August, and we're not done until the end of March. So really, April's our only month off of practicing and conditioning of our season. Uh, But it is definitely a lot of hard work. It's hard to balance school and synchro and everything else you want to do in college. Yeah, sure. Um, Even just social time with your friends sometimes can be tough to Uh find time for. But the day that you have your finals at your national championship competition and like seeing how much hard work your team has put in into the whole year just like makes it all worth it at the end
1: mm-hmm. yeah for sure um so how's the team looking now how would you say i guess
2: um it's definitely a different year than every year I've been here so far we had 10 seniors graduate last year which oh, wow. is a lot for yeah, a yeah, yeah definitely a big change for one year but we have a lot of new freshmen that are really really good and definitely beneficial for the team so i think it'll be a good year to like kind of re-figure out who we are as a team and then just like keep moving
1: forward that's good good to hear for sure um so one thing you always say to me is that when it comes to synchronized swimming stanford is your michigan could you maybe talk about that a little bit more
2: yeah so in synchronized swimming like i said before there's not a lot of Teams In the U.S., it's not like a football team or a basketball team, but right. there's a lot of club teams around the U.S., and then there's only a like handful of collegiate teams that compete on our level. I would say about five or six teams that are actual competition for us, and Stanford is definitely one of those top teams, so if you were comparing it to Ohio State football, Michigan's our rival, Stanford is basically our rival in synchronized mm-hmm. swimming, so they are... Definitely, who we're after every single year, <laughs> and most of the time they're after us right back. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: this way that good. the way that it's set up is it is it usually that you guys will travel to Stanford and meet, or is it like a neutral location where it's like a kind of like a a meet instead of like a head to head?
2: Right. So each competition will be held at a different school's facility. Mm-hmm. So we don't usually meet in the middle unless it's like a regional competition where all of the schools around the area have to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. But this year, like we have a competition here and sometimes Stanford will come like invitational competitions. Um, Our nationals are held in Arizona and they have a club team there. So it just depends on what school is selected to hold the competition that year. And then we usually travel that way.
0: Mm -hmm. So how do you balance your athletics, your schoolwork? You have a part-time job.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe just go into what it's like being a <laughs> student athlete. I mean, the day in the life of an athlete. Right,
2: so I went into senior year and I was like, this is going to be awesome. Like, senior year, no worries. It'll be fun. And it has been one of the busiest years of my whole entire <laughs> life. So I was wrong about that. But yeah, balancing school, swimming, and I'm currently considered a student employee here. I work at the Steen Center Nationwide Arena and I do um, digital marketing for them as an intern. So, outside of swimming, I'm usually at work, and outside of work, I'm usually doing school, so.
0: Right. um, Traveling. Yeah, Yeah. right.
2: (laughs) So, pretty much every day I wake up at, like, 5.30 or 6 a.m., we head to the pool, or we head to weights, and we practice until around 11 or 12, and then after that, I'll go to classes, and then I'll go to work, and then I'll go home and study, and eat, and sleep, and then I repeat it every single day. (laughs) Every Every single day. Every single day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few hours in there at nighttime where I love to just like chill and watch Christmas movies or whatever. Yeah. Which is really nice. But yeah, it's pretty busy. Definitely a lot to like coordinate, but helps with time management in the end, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
1: How do you like working on the shot this year?
2: It's really cool. I've had so many experiences that I would not have had without this internship. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy it. Um, the people I work with are awesome.
0: Yep. Yeah. Do you get to go to events?
2: Yeah, so I work um, all concert and events at the Shot Nationwide Arena. Um, recently, we've had Ed Sheeran, mm. Janet Jackson was this past week, so and Dead and Company was at Nationwide this past week And they
0: give you tickets to everyone.
2: So I technically am working.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm
2: yeah. mostly doing social media and like getting posts for all different media platforms mm. during the event. Um, But, yeah, so I get to attend them afterwards when I'm finished, which is really cool. That is actually awesome. Yeah.
1: So you get to see them pretty much for the most part, even when you're working. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So you want to talk about maybe what your plans are or goals are in the future? I mean, senior year, it's a big year for you. Right.
2: It's the worst question ever.
1: (laughs) It's kind of loaded. I know. Not not the best question. (laughs) What do you want to do with your life? Um, no
0: big deal. We're just putting you on the spot about your <laughs> no, rest of your life. Yeah,
2: so I am all over the place. One day I know what I want to do. The next day I'm like, I'm going to be an airplane mm-hmm. flight attendant. I don't right.
1: know. So <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird if you knew like precisely. Exactly.
2: Right. Yeah, so, I definitely know that it'll be a road to get to where I want to be. I think my biggest interest is in partnerships for award shows, which is like way out there. Okay. But. Um, right now doing digital marketing I know it's what I like enjoy doing and I know how to do it well and I love like Mm -hmm. keeping up with trends and social media and whatnot so I think I'm gonna stick with this for probably a while
0: yeah Um, that's good I mean you have a lot of experience in it too right right I that like that's an awesome that's an awesome job but I rumor has it that uh You have like a dream job that (laughs) I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but (laughs) if you want to elaborate a little bit.
1: I know.
2: Okay. So I've honestly gone to a couple interviews and they ask me what I want to do or what's my goal in life. And most people have like really cool like goals. Like I'm gonna be like the next Michael Jackson or something crazy. (laughs) So I always tell people that I wanna run Keith Urban Snapchat. I just think it would be so fun to follow Keith Urban <laughs> on stage with his phone and Snapchat him during his concert.
0: Right, it's oddly specific <laughs> yeah. and, and but super unique. <coughs> yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Why why Keith Urban? I mean
2: I just have always loved Keith Urban. I don't know what it is. I'm a huge country music fanatic. Yeah, um,
0: That's how you and Dustin know each other, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I grew up just country music, farmland, whatever. And I just really enjoy it and Keith Urban was always he was always just there number one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Those are nice boots you have on. Do you,
1: do you own horses?
2: No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny.
1: Well, I hope eventually maybe that dream can come true. I mean, at least you know, for a no. day. Like, even yeah, if it's just,
2: one concert, just like, please keep. <laughs> yeah,
1: just a special guest right. to run real quick. That'd be really cool. I'll do
2: my best to get there.
1: Maybe meet Nicole Kidman, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she does have a breakfast sandwich. At a Nashville restaurant, yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's because she was really picky about what she wanted, and so they named it after her.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I know
0: that is that really. Goes. That is actually awesome. Um, so, when you graduate, do you think that you might want to move back home, or do you kind of like Ohio?
2: Um, I actually love Nashville.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So my goal is Nashville. Um,
0: that makes sense.
2: Right. I've also been considering LA. I don't like New York at all, so I'm staying mm-hmm. far away from there. Um, home is great, but I think being away from mom and dad sometimes is good. <laughs> yeah. Going back always is exciting though. So I think that Start being that away is, yeah. is nice sometimes. But yeah, I definitely don't see myself in Indiana or Ohio forever.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good probably for your career anyway right. to find what yeah. you want to do and continue with that right it's good. I mean, you spent the summer in Nashville, right? yeah we loved it you oh my said? gosh it
2: was the best summer ever
1: that's good
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about living yeah. there at all besides traffic but I mean yeah that happens in big cities
0: <laughs> what is your favorite part about being a student athlete at <gasps> the Ohio State University
2: okay this actually might sound so crazy it weird be cliche no but <laughs> so I love all aspects of it I think that like having a team here is great and it's a group of friends that like i'll have forever i know for sure i think my favorite part is that we get to be involved in so many different ohio state events and like community service events outside of ohio state so one of my favorite things about being an athlete is like giving back and like going and talking to kids about Mm -hmm. what it's like to be an athlete at ohio state or like we do um this program called second and seven and we go read to second graders every thursday and Friday of the week. As a team? Yeah, well, a few of us on the team go every Mm -hmm. Thursday or Friday, and I think it's, like, the coolest experience ever to just sit there and tell second graders that, like, reading is important. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I, like, wasn't an athlete here. But I think it's one of my favorite things is just, like, talking to people about it and, like, listening to other people's interests and what they want to do when they Mm -hmm. grow up and being that person that's, like, you can do this. Like, it's not hard. Just, like, try hard, study hard. Yeah, that's really cool to get
1: that opportunity. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: do you have any favorite uh, places to go swimming, like uh, <laughs> besides Ohio State? <laughs> That's a good um, any like favorite schools to travel to, or something like that?
2: Well, we go. So this isn't really a school, but we travel to Fort Lauderdale to do spring training every oh. year, which is always super nice to get out in the sun and out of an indoor pool. Okay. Um, other than that, I try to stay out of the pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Understand. Yeah. Feel like you're in it enough.
2: I'm in it a lot. Yeah, the beach is nice. But yeah. when I graduate, I probably won't be in a pool for about a year, yeah. for sure. <laughs>
0: is there anything, like, you could just tell right away that's, like, off on a pool? Like, as we're, like, me and Dustin, we go swimming a few times a year, maybe. Yeah. Um, like, when you get in the pool, you're like, something's not right. Like, something about the temperature or the um, chemicals. So, because it's, like,
1: your second home sometimes. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I'm sure you have well, very... Well, we can
2: usually tell, like, if something's different about it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're going to swim anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colder water is nice for competitions because... Like, when you're swimming, you want to swim in colder water because you get hot, mm-hmm. but it also is cold when you're practicing, and sometimes you just want a warm pool, but yeah. it just depends on the day, really.
0: So, how many people are on the synchronized swimming team?
2: There are 20, I want to say 22 of us this year.
0: And all of them participate at once?
2: So, there's eight people on a squad. So, we have two squads right now, and then we have alternates for each squad. Okay. And, Which one are you on? Um, We have a Scarlet and a Gray squad, so I'm on the Gray squad. And we both travel to all competitions. Um, synchronized swimming is like a sport where our two squads aren't really competing to each against each other, but we're helping each other. So okay. depending on where we place, if we place one and three, we get a certain number of points towards Ohio State altogether.
1: Okay. So
2: having two squads is better than having one.
1: Mm. It's kind of funny you said one and three because that's how you guys finished.
2: Yeah, like natural, <laughs> that's right? what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last year we placed one and third, and then our duets and trios and solos all placed first, second, first, third, and the other categories as well, mm-hmm. which definitely helped to our
1: overall score. Do you like uh, doing the team events or the duet events more? I, or one I've i always
2: like. been a team person.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, team player. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do all of the, like, jumpy, flippy stuff out of the air mm-hmm. just because I'm short and crazy. But, um, <laughs> duet, <laughs> yeah, duets and solos, I did a lot more in high school. And it was more of like a high school competition thing. Here, you're only allowed to have six routines compete. So, usually, uh, okay. our top people are the ones competing to it solos and trios. Mm.
0: That's really cool. Do you have a national championship ring? Or, I guess, do you have two national championships? Yeah. I do.
2: One of them is a rock, the other one is actually <laughs> wearable, but they're both very beautiful. Do
1: beautiful you wear a model?
2: I wear them to like events, like basketball or football games. No oh, yeah, sporting okay. events usually. Sure <laughs>
1: no, what's up?
2: Yeah, but I don't usually wear them around. I would be so afraid to lose those. Yeah, I
1: understand.
0: Yeah. What, uh, I've heard this question of people like who win World Series and Super Bowls and stuff, but uh, which national championship was your favorite? The first oh or gosh. the second?
2: Oh, it's so hard to say. My first national championship was my freshman year. So coming into Ohio State freshman year and winning a national title is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to say last year's national championship was probably...
0: Wow. The second kid is always the favorite. <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> it's
2: probably definitely one of my favorite ones. And I think it's just because of the people I swam with last year. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a really tight bond on our team and it just made the whole experience.
0: And I think being older probably adds yeah, that. You feel like you're Right. Yeah. You have more
1: invested into yep. it than being a freshman. You've worked the harder, I mean, yeah. Right. The, that your sophomore year where you didn't get it, so it's like you had to get that. Right, yeah, yeah. There's definitely
2: that fire under yeah.
0: us. That must have been pretty difficult for you personally, going into your first year of college, your freshman year, winning a national championship, and then your sophomore year not winning one. That that actually must – I mean, like I said, <laughs> I've never been a national yeah. champion. But especially with the
1: expectations of right. 30-time national champion, right. right, yeah. And,
0: yeah. Uh, but you're, you say, like, obviously your junior year you won. This year you guys are going to win again. So you'll be a three-time national champion calling it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what, what, like how would you describe, like, that sophomore year of not winning it? Um, what was, like, the feel around? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't great, but.
2: Yeah, so I think sophomore year is the year we actually worked the hardest
0: because
1: we knew that I know
2: because we knew that we had to keep that going from my freshman year and I think the pressure on us during the competition and our preparedness just wasn't exactly where we needed it to be but like overall it was still a great experience just just to go out there and like swim our hearts out and try our best and no matter where we place we always know we're going to come back and we're still going to have like the best fans in the world like Mm -hmm. Ohio State is amazing. So,
0: I noticed that you wear glasses too. So, <laughs> so well, how does that work? I'm, like, do you wear contacts? I don't. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't. So funny. But if you really need them, I guess then you can't see what you're doing.
2: I, we we'll, we wear goggles when we yeah, practice. Right. We can't wear goggles when we compete. So oh, okay. most people, I don't wear contacts. I only wear glasses. So I just kind of suck it up and open my eyes. Um, most people that do wear contacts don't wear them competing. And yeah, because
1: uh, like it's the worst when you have to open. Right. I wear them too, and it's the worst right. One. It's like but yeah, it.
2: we have to open our eyes underwater all the time, so it's hard to see under there. But you can see like figures of tan bodies or whatever. So it's okay. usually
0: that's really weird. Why can't you wear goggles during competition? We so? wear
2: like we wear like waterproof makeup. It's like showy kind of. Okay. So it's like we're performing, and sure. we like any kind of like dance competition where they have their eyeliner, yeah. their mascara on, and you're supposed to look pretty. So
0: almost to that point like when you're competing do you feel like you even need to see it honestly like is it almost like routine at that point? yeah, yeah. At,
2: at that point in time I think we're ready enough that we could probably swim with our eyes closed mm-hmm. so
0: that's scary if I close my eyes in the shower I freak out <laughs>
2: <laughs> we've had practices before where our coaches make us close our eyes and not wear goggles and swim really? routine yeah it, it doesn't end very good <laughs> but like it's kind of funny when it yeah.
1: happens Probably pretty crazy if it like when it does work sometimes. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I Jeez. Like, uh, well, oh. um, I guess
0: another question I would have is, do you? Um, so like, you're the the girls on your team, or would you consider them like your best friends? Um, do you, I mean? I guess you hang out with them the most.
2: Yeah. So my roommate, freshman year, I've been swimming with since I was eight years old. Oh wow! And we still live together to this day. So she's definitely my best friend in the entire world. But going through these past four years with her has probably made us closer than we've ever been. And we fight like sisters sometimes, but (laughs) we also like have the most fun together. Mm -hmm. Um, My other teammates, I'd say I'm closest to the people in my class. So there's eight of us that I'll be graduating with and they are all from different parts of the U S. So if you are from from California or Arizona or Massachusetts, whatnot, Mm -hmm. and getting to know them and having competed against them my whole entire life until we all came here yeah. was definitely weird. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, so we all were like battling against each other until we were 18 years old and now we're like, okay, we have to be friends and we have to swim together yeah. and we have to learn to like each other but it's they're some of the greatest people I've ever met. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's good
0: yeah no that was cool. that was a great interview Jessica thank you very much you were the very first interview like I said Ooh, yeah
1: we'll have to come to a meet sometime maybe yeah yeah we will too.
0: and then uh, we'll definitely have you on as a reoccurring guest once you win that <laughs> second na- or third national championship my <laughs> bad um we'll have you on here and you could show it off and um, all yeah, of these times we'll have to get a picture of those rings yeah yeah and make sure they're they're legit <laughs> yeah true <laughs> rumor <laughs> has it you only bring it out during certain events so we'll pick it didn't happen out.
2: right yeah true
0: <laughs> alright like I said uh, thank you very much yes, Um we appreciate it yeah very much um, hopefully we can have you on again cool. but until then good luck on the rest of the year awesome. I know you guys will do great me and Dustin will be out there supporting you guys <laughs> yeah. we'll give you some shout outs definitely be paying attention to it
2: Cool
0: beans, thanks, guys. You're very welcome. Thank you. Once again, thank you very much, Jessica, for being our very first interview. She did a great job. Uh, we got a really interesting perspective from the student-athlete at Ohio State University from her. Uh, we wish them the best of luck the rest of this year. Um, so we actually had a change of location. We were in the middle of filming this bit right here and the librarian walked in on us and said that the library was closing.
1: Um, it was a different library that we're not used to, so we did not know they were going to be closing like that. So
0: Yeah, so we had to change the location. Now we're in Dustin's dorm room, um, so I hope the quality doesn't – or maybe it got better. I don't know. But we'll see. So we're on to other sports news. Uh, number one, the big, big news story of the week, uh, Greg Schiano, Ohio State defensive coordinator. Um, can you explain to me what happened there?
1: Yeah, so it's been talking about for a while now throughout the week. So Butch Jones was the original coach for Tennessee, who was fired towards the end of their season. Uh, They've been looking for a coach. They've already been talking. uh, Already went through a couple of the candidates, and then they talked to Greg Schiano, and they came to agreement that they were going to hire him. Uh, Didn't sign any contract or anything, but they had a formal agreement that that was going to happen, and then that came out into the news. And Tennessee fans just went completely berserk about it. Uh, They went all over social media complaining about it, and they even started protesting. A group of people from Tennessee and Tennessee fans went around protesting, and Tennessee, then the university decided to back down, and they changed their mind and told Greg Shana they weren't going to be hiring him. So kind of a terrible thing for him. I mean, he... As we know, is our current defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Uh, I'd say doing a great job with us. So we have the number eight top defense in college football, and then he was also in the NFL before uh, with Tampa Bay. Didn't have a great few seasons there, but being an NFL coach still is a big deal. So right,
0: and before that he was at Rutgers. Uh, yeah, I think he had a ten-win season with them, which. I think uh, multiple, actually. Yeah, yeah two. He, I think it two. Yeah,
1: he, uh, I mean, that's, as we know, like, not a great program. Uh, we tend to kill them, not that they're in the Big Ten, but right it, when he was there, they had a good time, and they. I think they even went to a couple bull bowl, bowl games There For sure, I mean. He like, turned that program around. So. Yeah, he
0: did, and from my understanding, it was a done deal. Like, he was hired, mm-hmm. going to be hired, yeah.
1: like, within hours of. Yeah, they came to Columbus, they finalized it. Uh, met with him and talked about it, and like not finalized with the contract, but finalized with the, the discussion and everything. And
0: yeah, and then I have heard, I don't know how true this is, mm-hmm. that the reason the Vole fans were so mad about it was because of his
1: was association his association, with, his association
0: yeah. with Penn State. Yeah, during the so yeah,
1: he was the uh, former uh, defensive back coach, I believe it was at Penn State. Uh, he was. Uh, there when Jerry Sandusky was the defensive coordinator, um, right. And
0: they're, they're kind of like using that against him. Although he's been vetted by Ohio state. Yes. By Rutgers. And Bill Belichick
1: just talked about him. Bill he's Belichick. He's a great person and everything.
0: Yeah. And the Bucks, like he's, he's been, or the Buccaneers, not the Ohio State yes. Buc- guys, but both. <laughs> and it's, it kind of just seems kind of ridiculous to me, mm. um, Taking it away from being an Ohio State fan, I think that, it, to me, they're just using that as an excuse for they wanted John Gruden, you know. Mm-hmm. And at,
1: they, they got so they excited think, about it, and yet right. I don't think it was ever going to happen, honestly.
0: Right. They think at the end of the day that they were going to get John Gruden. They were going to get a better coach than Greg Ciano, So they, they kicked him out, and I think in the end that is really, really going to come and bite them in the butt, as you see now, mm. that job is is rat poison yeah. yeah exactly
1: yeah i mean since that has happened they've been talking to a decent amount of coaches and no one has even found interest in doing it I nfl mean, players coaches yeah, like, nobody is willing to touch that with a with a mile long stick mm-hmm. um it looks like they're going to have to hire someone in the inside and they're going to have to i mean there's a good chance they're going to have another bad season I yeah know. that that program is is going down the drain it's a toilet bowl now yeah it, Before this season, they were the only team, uh, only program besides Ohio State to never have an eight-loss season. Yeah. And this was their first year, so now Ohio State's the only team to never lose eight games in a season, eight or more. I mean, so. Right. And great thing to hear about Ohio State. I didn't know that until yeah, this happened. Yeah, I didn't know so. that either.
0: <laughs> but it's, like I said, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Now they're not going to get anybody. They, If you think about it, the Tennessee job is the sixth best job in the SEC, mm-hmm. something like that. If you look at the coaches, so someone's going to have to come in there and recruit against, if we're just looking at the, the SEC alone, Nick Saban, uh, Gus Mel- Melzahn, um, mm-hmm. and then if you look at the ACC, same area of the country, you're you're going against Dabo, Dabo. Um, I think Jimbo is going to Texas A and M, isn't he? There's a chance. Yeah, yeah. but Jimbo Fisher. Um, there's these other great coaches that you're gonna
1: have to go against. Uh, Nick Saban. I say Nick Saban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, on top of it, you are in a conference that's constantly dominated by Alabama, and I mean, like ever since Al- Nick Saban's been there, you look at how many teams have changed coaches, and it's. Uh, Kind of crazy and it kind of relates to Nick Saban's success. I mean, uh, Tennessee at one point was a great program, a top uh, pr- program in the nation and a powerhouse. And now, I mean, they just lost eight games in the season, not going to, to a bowl game. It's not it's looking a, up a for mess. them. No. It's
0: definitely not looking up for them. Um, another big story: uh, Eli Manning uh, finally getting getting the boot. Uh, he's getting benched. Well, he's given the opportunity to start for the Giants. Um, he
1: turned it down. Yeah, they said it was just a continuous streak, but um, I think I would probably say the same thing. 202 games? Something like that, yeah. 202
0: games straight, I'm pretty sure. Uh, His brother Peyton was at 200, so I,
1: yeah, um, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, he's been there since 2004. Uh, He's won two Super Bowls with them. Beat... Bill Belichick and the Patriots twice, twice, yeah. Like no one is, no one can
0: do that. He's been a
1: great playoff quarterback. I mean, I have to say that. But I mean, recently, you look at I think it was two thousand thirteen. He led the league in interceptions like yeah. that. He just had a terrible season. Um, I mean, I've li- I've liked Eli Manning because I've never never been a Patriots fan, so I liked the fact that he yeah. was, beat them twice. Um, but I mean, I think the fact that he's had a great defense. Not necessarily great, but like last year was great. He had good defenses. He had good receivers with Odell. I think that kind of covered it up. With Victor how Cruz his, was even good. Yeah, for exactly. Year. Um, and I think that that kind of covered up how good he really was. But I still think in this situation, you're going to pick Geno Smith over yeah. Eli Manning. I mean, I still think that that's a better situation. And I think they've even talked about it with the Giants. The players are just not, don't have any motivation now to be. They'll do anything for Ben McAdoo.
0: Yeah, I I guess I have two things to say about this. Uh, the first, um, if you look at Eli Manning's stats, I, 2013 he was arguably the, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Um, by drafting Odell was kind of the resurgence of his career. Mm-hmm. You can argue if that's Eli Manning just having a bad year or if Odell kind of, I think as uh, Colin Colin Coward put said today. Um, put a band-aid on it you yeah, know, p- yeah. put a band-aid on the situation where Odell's talents could could cover up the fact that Eli sucks you know mm-hmm. um, I don't know I mean I thought I've always been kind of an Eli fan um, my second thing is can you blame Eli you know he his his team is absolutely riddled with um, injuries you know exactly, yeah. his offensive line sucks. It's
1: barely even there. Uh, he had three receivers get hurt in one game. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he has no options to throw to. I mean, he's he has Evan Ingram, but he's still a rookie. Yeah, um, he's he's still learning as he plays, and now you have to re- rely on him to be your number one receiver as a tight end. They don't have a running game. Yeah, um, it's just the, the Giants are in a bad spot
0: as well. Which which me which leads me to believe they started Geno Smith to ensure that they won't want to win a game for the rest of the yeah. year. If okay. you think about. The Giants have the third pick right now. The 49ers are starting Garoppolo for the rest of the season, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think out of their next five games or so, Garoppolo will
1: probably get them one win. Yeah, and on top of it, uh, you have San Francisco has the win over. Um, yeah, the so I had, so to that had, that had it
0: the San Francisco would would have a uh, lower draft pick. Exactly. So the Giants, I think, are shooting for that number two pick. Um, they're going to use their pick. on. I, I think it'll be Sam Darnold, big big quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll
1: fit right in with the Giants. So at this time, it's, yeah, I mean, t- it's tanking. He needs that. I mean, they, if they want that quarterback, they need that second pick because there's potential for the top two quarterbacks to go one, two. Right. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens and everything. Uh, we still don't know who's coming out and whatnot. But um, my, my biggest thing was just, like, I'm not a fan of Ben McAdoo. Um or his hair. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I feel that he, this he was going to the point where he's probably going to get suspend, uh, fired this year. Um, there was a chance of that. And then he does this, and it's almost like, oh, right, well, now you're kind of screwing Eli up. You know? Yeah. Um, now you're screwing the Giants up more than they already were. Because if they did want him for next year, they might have lost that opportunity because now he might leave. Right. I mean, right. There, a lot of people are talking about going to Jacksonville so he can be, uh, Join up again with Tom Coughlin.
0: Going to Denver. Yeah. Following he does. He step. has options. So. He does. But um, we'll see. I mean, Eli Eli's very tricky. Uh, like I said, you don't know if it's him mm. declining or it's just the talent around him. So
1: uh, It was very sad to see that interview.
0: It was. It really was. Um, next up, we have um, the Cavs, nine straight. Uh, they started off pretty rough. Yeah. All the all the fans saying like this is the year that the Cavs <laughs> uh, don't make it to the finals. Uh, I don't know. We'll sp-
1: I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But they they've been playing well of late. Yeah, I mean, us being from Cleveland, we continued to believe as yeah. we always say, "Believe Land." So, um, I mean, the beginning of the season, they were playing good against good teams yeah. I mean they beat they the Celtics they beat the Bucks and everything and so like that w- that was helped me to not be worried about it um, because of the fact that they were able to play well in those big games but you also I mean you look at it and there's only a few guys that are still on the final the, the, the team that won the finals two years ago right I mean so you have a really different team you have some injuries I mean off court stuff like exactly. the yeah so but I'm Really happy to see how well they're doing right now. Um, Currently doing the podcast during a game against the Hawks. Last time we checked, they were up. So we'll see what happens. Yeah,
0: hopefully they can get it to 10.
1: Yeah. Um, They're uh, not, uh, what is it, 10 and 13 or 11 11 and 13. 11 and 13. Yeah, yeah. 11 and 13 since LeBron posted the uh, (laughs) Arthur mood meme. So I love that. Right, yeah. Obviously
0: something something works. Uh, Yeah. And then also LeBron the other night uh, against the Heat. Uh, first career ejection, right? It was against the Heat? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so there is uh, some conspiracy about around that mm-hmm. saying that uh, maybe LeBron was doing it for rest, maybe uh, for other reasons, but all I know is that LeBron leads the league in minutes. He's thirty, about to be 33 years old in a, in a month. Um, the next seven people under him in, in minutes per game are all under the age of 28. Uh, LeBron liked Odell's picture minutes after he was yeah. ejected. I think he just wanted to take a,
1: uh, a dip in the jacuzzi. Yeah, we were already take the rest. By they March. were up by like twenty. Kevin Love was going off. Yeah, it wasn't his game. I mean, he was in the bag. Yeah, I mean, I, I I thought it was interesting though. After the game, it was kind of funny. Uh, Dwayne Wade, he said he's only had one ejection in his life, in his career. I mean, and he said it was against the Cavs. So really, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and
0: the Le- but in LeBron's post game interview, he was he said that he. He goes to the he drives more than anybody else in the league or just as much as anybody else in the league, and he's not getting nearly enough free throws. That's was his reason. Yeah, you're
1: saying how shooters get more free throws than him. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not a shooter. Yeah, he's I don't like, want him to be a shooter. They're they're know?
0: trying to make him become a shooter. Yeah, and he's
1: like, that that's not gonna happen. Exactly. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> Me either.
0: He from the three point line. He's been kind of impressive. Yeah, this, this is year. his
1: best year for the three point line so far. I mean, I mean, I'm happy for that. Like, I love seeing the like. The fact that he's doing better in certain categories than he's ever had, like which is extremely crazy. Right,
0: and they said that he hurt his elbow over the summer. Yeah, he so said he,
1: like, that's how he fixed it. Yeah, because yeah.
0: he couldn't shoot the ball how he usually did. Mm-hmm. So the way that he hurt his elbow made him shoot more traditionally, I yeah. guess. Uh, and I guess it's helped his, his three-point shot a lot. So thank God he hurt his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, next up, I have to ask the question, uh, is Tiger back? I really hope so. Yeah, so we're on day two. Yeah. Um, tiger is currently tied for eighth i I believe he's three under he shot a 69 today um yeah more than anything i want to believe he's back Uh, it's been it's been years in the making yeah every single time he picks up a golf club it's asking if he's
1: back but this might be it i mean i'm hoping so because it's like golf um i'm a fan of golf i have gone to the tournament in akron the past few years i was volunteering there and i just love being a part of that um and it still wasn't the same though without tiger um i think even though he wasn't playing was still the top story all the time in golf which is just shows how crazy uh powerful he is in the sport um but he said he had a lot of fun today he felt right um i think that's the biggest thing yeah he's he's, just fist pumping all over the place yeah
0: Yeah. injury just injury and is like drug issues that we're still not really 100% sure yeah. what, what happened with and that and it's obviously his divorce which yeah. takes it back years exactly. but he's never been the same since mm-hmm.
1: then I mean I was listening to an interview with him not too long ago he just he sounded like he was in a good place right now and I hope that's true um, I mean obviously I don't support what he has done in the past but um, I'd like to move on from that and hope he can get back to his greatness because yeah, he was he's one truly great was one of the greats great. No doubt, and he's still got a lot,
0: a long, long time to play mm-hmm. if he's if he wants to, um, and on to our uh, our favorite moment of the week. So I don't know if you have all seen, but this week Minnesota basketball, men's basketball played Alabama's men's basketball, and it got it got kind of funky. If you want to describe what happened,
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, they were playing uh, just a simple game, and there were br- a bright excuse me A uh, fight broke out uh alabama's entire bench oh sorry yeah alabama, yeah, alabama, yeah. You're right. uh alabama's bench cleared and they all got ejected right the fight. which is odd like you never yeah. see that I don't, I don't think i've ever seen that yeah but so the significance
0: of that obviously is that alabama has to play all five of the guys on their on the
1: court for the rest of the game yeah which it can be done um there's like times where, and when I was younger, we only had five players on our team. Right. But things You said things to happened. down, right. Yeah. And could, what, what else happened after that?
0: Well, I know that one of their players went down with an ankle injury. Yes. Um, and the other one, did he get any? He, uh, he fouled out. He fouled out, yeah. yeah. So I think the, foul, the first person fouled out. Yeah. And then, uh, then one went down with an ankle injury. So they were forced to play three-on-five basketball for the remainder of the game. The craziest part of it all is they were down three with a minute left in the game. Yeah, they won. They played a, better with three people. Yeah. They 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 actually outscored Minnesota in the second half.
1: Which yeah, I was about is, to say that, uh, when they lost their two, those two players, they went on a run and to, like started to get back uh, close to. A, Uh, Closer game and it was just like not something you would expect to happen. Right, the first like you would never expect three on five basketball, Mm -hmm. at least at the
0: collegiate level, like or NBA level ever. You would never expect that. And the second thing is that they played better with three people. Like that is freshman,
1: he had over forty points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How
0: do you even like play defense? (laughs) Yeah, you get you. I don't know. Just
1: zone, I guess the whole time. I guess don't let anyone in the paint.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was absolutely absurd. But if you haven't, if you haven't watched heard about that you need to go check out that video yeah, it's pretty funny to watch that is crazy um so that wraps up our other sports news
1: uh we might be getting a notification here about the calves um yeah other update too uh we were doing the recap with the acc big ten challenge um and i think it was the last game uh michigan state just beat notre dame to uh, put us up to three wins. Still a huge margin, but that was a big win. Uh, Number three, Michigan State, against uh, number five, Notre Dame. So that was good for our Big Ten, at least.
0: Right, and then we got a developing story here. It says that Dak Prescott left the game uh, against the Redskins today. Did Um, it say what
1: what the injury was? The
0: Cowboys quarterback suffered an apparent injury during the second quarter and leaves for the locker room. So I guess if we figure out out more about that, during this podcast, we'll let you guys know. That's yeah. pretty significant. Our Dak, first breaking news of first our podcast. News. Yeah, and I think we're also the first podcast to ever, or the first podcast to say that Tiger's officially back. So, <laughs> uh, put that on record. Yeah, put that on record. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll keep that updated as the podcast goes on with Dak. But that's significant because
1: he hasn't been playing very well recently. No. And I mean, I even saw someone say, "Should they bench him?" Like, I didn't think that was a great idea. But I mean, the fact that that's a question. Yeah, and.
0: There's a lot of blame running around, throwing, getting thrown around. I is it Dak? Is it, is it Jerry Jones? Is mm-hmm. it uh, Zeke being Zeke? gone, the uh, Tyron Smith's injury? I mean, right. Coach Garrett? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's Dak's fault. I think Dak got thrown into some shark-infested water with yeah. his situation. But we'll see. I mean, who's there, who even is their backup? I think
1: uh, Brandon Whedon maybe. Oh, come on. <laughs> Um, that, that's that's a not confirmed, but... <laughs> that isn't, but I think you're right, and that's, that's really unfortunate
0: if it is Brandon Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going into our next segment, which is the preview of the Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Wisconsin Badgers Big Ten Tournament this Saturday in Indianapolis. Huge game. You'll be there. I'll be there. I have tickets. I am leaving for Indianapolis tomorrow, which is Friday. Uh, probably the same day this airs. Um, I am stoked. However, I do think, oh, I do think the Buckeyes will win. However, I don't think that helps our college football chances or playoff chances. Um, I don't think Wisconsin has the schedule to back them up. I know they're the most the most consistent team in college football. Twelve or uh, ten, ten wins. No, they have, they have uh, 12, I think. Yeah, 12, yeah. 12 think, and 0. Yeah, 12 wins is nothing to bat an eye at. But the hardest team that they played, I don't even know. it was
1: on to number 23 Northwestern.
0: Yeah, right. And, I mean, like I said, 12 straight is crazy because even great teams falter. Like, yeah, number one defense in the country right now. Right, they have a amazing freshman running back. It's just, I... Don't think that, I mean, if you even look, just look at the numbers, it's just not, I don't think they're playoff worthy. Mm. So I think Ohio State wins. Um, we don't make it in. Two SEC teams make it in. Um, depending on what, what I don't know.
1: There's a lot of big games this weekend though. Yeah. Uh, Clemson, Miami. It's, um, it, it's interesting because, um, not that we've had a long history of the CFP, but I would say, uh, in its history still, I think this is the first time you could say that there's like eight contenders still right. going into the last week, uh, the championship week. Because um, I would say even as far as Ohio State's technically still a contender. I would agree. Um,
0: they're in a the, the championship game, so you yeah, can never...
1: exactly. So um, whatever happens in these games, I mean, you have the ACC championship game. Whoever wins that is going to the playoff. Um, I mean, that's a playoff game, basically. I mean, like, if you look at it, you have eight teams, so it's almost like we're playing at eight team playoff, playoff right now for right now
0: yeah i 100 percent agree mm-hmm. and we have um auburn playing georgia mm-hmm. for the second time this year yeah and auburn beat georgia correct yeah now and
1: it's a neutral stadium yeah so, so we'll see what happens
0: with that i predict georgia wins just because auburn's gonna go from georgia alabama back to back um they're gonna be they're they're beaten up i i just don't see them coming in with the same fire that they did the first time they played Georgia. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, Auburn's a great team, but
1: I just don't, I don't think they win. It'll be a good game to watch. Um, I would like to see a good game at least. I don't want to blow out obviously, but um, I think if Georgia wins that, they get into playoff. Um, so whoever wins that gets in the playoff too. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. And I think Alabama gets in, unfortunately. Um, college football playoff committee loves them yeah it's been proven time again um rigged question mark rigged yeah so i never really thought about this but i i read some stuff today that the college football playoff committee like silently favors alabama or the sec, the SEC yeah because they un unaccurately rank SEC teams in the back half of the college
1: football playoffs. So you had some examples. Like- yeah, so like um, right now, Fresno State, not a great team. Right. Uh, 9-3 with a terrible schedule. They lost to UNLV, and as you all know, we killed them in our game, and they got killed by Washington and Alabama. Well, because Alabama played them, there's belief that Fresno State's only in the top 25 at 25 to boost Alabama's Resume so that way when they do put them in there possibly, then they can back it up with oh well they beat number twenty five Fresno State well as we all know that's not a great win still Uh, I mean you have Michigan yes they have four losses but they're against all top twenty teams right yeah so they lost to they lost to uh, Wisconsin Ohio State
0: Penn uh, Penn State Michigan State yeah and at one time they were well obviously Wisconsin's four right now Ohio State at one time was two. Um, Penn State at one time was two, and Michigan State one time was twelve, right mm-hmm. or eleven,
1: and I don't know. I, I think our I resume is still see- better, but it's just that Iowa game is such a big stain on our resume right now. Right, and obviously
0: we have no one to blame but ourselves in yeah. that situation. Like if we win the Iowa game, it's no no question we're in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, so this might this might be a unique uh, precedent for the college football playoffs because we might have two SEC teams in there. Um, an ACC team and then a Big 12 team. Who yeah. would have thought in Oklahoma? Uh, first assuming, time
1: the no, Big 10 not in there.
0: Assuming they win. Assuming Oklahoma
1: wins. Yeah. And assuming we win. Which we are. <laughs> With defense, Yeah, that's the first thing we have to do. Um, yeah, so going on to that game uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, right now we're, uh, we just checked we're five and a half point favorites. Yeah, which is Insane, And it's been going down. Uh, earlier, we opened at six and then moved up to six and a half favorites, and now we dropped down to five and a half point favorites. Right. Which is interesting. Um, usually you only see that much fluctuation if there's, like, something that happens in the matchup. But I think the biggest thing with that right now is the fact that the news came out that JT recently had surgery on his knee on Sunday. Right. So there's some questions about that right now.
0: Yeah, so he just had surgery to clean up his knee. Um, I guess it was nothing majorly invasive. Yeah. Um But that that raises some concerns. Like, does JT, he says he'll play, but does he play? Mm -hmm. Uh, Does he, if he starts to play poorly, does he get pulled? uh, Do they split times with uh, Dwayne Haskins? Like, honestly, as an Ohio State fan, this worries me a ton. Yeah. Um, More than JT alone worries me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because going into it, JT being the quarterback, like, it's either, it's, it's, Super hitter or miss. Like JT Can either lead the team Like you saw what happened um, I think the last two times He's played them I think that he's played them yeah, Twice he, in, in his
1: career Last year we Went into overtime Against them
0: Right and we won in And then, Madison I think his freshman year We played them as well I think so yeah And then obviously We didn't Cardell played them Sophomore His sophomore year Or in 2014 mm-hmm. um, Yeah
1: that was his sophomore year
0: And uh It was 59 nothing. Yeah, so hopefully we can do that again. But <laughs> that worries me.
1: That uh, if you do that, if we do that again, it could be uh, causing
0: some problems for that CFP committee. Yeah, and it looks like Dak Prescott just returned to the game uh, against the Redskins, so it must have not been anything major. Good for him, Leo Yeah, so um, it looks like they were winning too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? What, what is your prediction
1: for the game? I'm predicting a win. Um, I'm predicting it's a low scoring game. Uh, I'm not predicting a fifty nine nothing again, but. You have, uh, right now, Wisconsin's defense, number one in the nation. We are at number eight in the country. Um, I think we're a better defense than number eight, but I think a lot of times our offense comes out a little slow, puts our defense in bad spots. Right. Um, but we also have number four offense in the country where Wisconsin is in the 40s. Yeah. So if you look at statistics, I think that that's why Ohio State's favorite right now. But – you never know. I mean, Wisconsin is a good team. Um, I think we get to win by a touchdown. Uh, probably, I would say I would take Ohio State in this game, but which al- which isn't always the best because we haven't been the best uh, when it comes to the lines. So yeah, we'll see. I yeah.
0: Obviously, Wisconsin has a great running game. Uh, their their freshman running back is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He's probably the only freshman in the country that's better than Dobbins. Yeah. Uh, if, if we're being honest. I'm excited to see
1: that matchup. With yeah. Them. So am I. Um hopefully uh Dobbins gets his touches. Yeah, I think he that was that was what kinda worried me in the Michigan game. And
0: uh but there but Wisconsin's quarterback, uh Alex Hornybrook. Yeah. I think it's Alex, but yeah, Hornybrook. He is an absolute liability when it comes (laughs) to throwing the ball. Um he played well against Minnesota, but it's it's Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) So uh we'll see. I mean if Ohio State obviously has a great defensive line. Um as Shiano said, it's better than any NFL line he's ever yeah. had. So if we can lock down the, the run early, they're going to force Hornibrook to throw the ball. Um, Ohio State creates some turnovers, put the turnover chain into action. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> our corners are playing
0: well our, uh, in safeties. So. Dude, Denzel Ward is just unbelievable. Yeah. He his, had an absolute his, game against His stock just keeps rising, rising. in the draft, too. Uh, it is He's... I think he was originally the third corner to go in the draft, mm-hmm. and I he might even be one now. Like that game the against most recent, Michigan
1: was insane. Yeah, the most recent uh, mock draft I just saw from Bleacher Report, they had him being the the highest um, play guy to go in the draft.
0: Yeah, and in the first round, if if you just watch all the little things he did against Michigan, like it, it is unbelievable, and he and he blocked that uh, extra point against Penn State. Yeah. Against Michigan.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. the punt I was thinking. He brought the yeah. punt
0: against Penn State. Yeah. He's just having an, an unbelievable year. Uh, fun fact, I played against him in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he went to Nordonia High School. Uh, I, I believe it was my junior year. Yeah, we played them. It might actually have actually been my senior year. I don't really remember. But he was a wide receiver, like the fastest dude I've ever seen in my
1: life. Uh, you could probably believe it. I think he runs like a Ford. Two, four, yeah. three. Um Yeah. They're saying his uh, draft stock can get can get even higher because of his combine. He'll yeah. Well. Yeah.
0: He's a freak. He absolutely burnt. Absolutely burnt me. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I had no I, no chance. Mm-hmm. I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was gonna be this good. Like, uh, that is insane. Um, it looks like the Cavs. Do you think they won or
1: lost? Hoping for a win. What do you think? Because it's the Hawks and they were playing so close. I'm. Gotta say, lost because you're asking me right now. <laughs> the Cavs won
0: 121 to right. 114. Kevin good. Love, 25.16 rebounds.
1: You started um, scaring me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I think that the, that brings it to ten in a row.
1: Um, that's good to hear. Yeah, that, that's exciting. I'm liking that Kevin Love is coming back to himself. Uh, hopefully, he can continue that season, especially even when Isaiah Thomas comes back. I, I miss Fat Kevin. <laughs> fat <laughs> Kevin was. He was a beast. He was a beast, but Skinny Kevin.
0: He's been playing well, even last year I think people under undermine his great year that he had last year um, I don't know he just seems to pick it up
1: where he where he left off I think people just have way too high expectations for him yeah
0: and he's kind of like the scapegoat always yeah but looks like uh, the Celtics beat the 76ers just now Kyrie dropped 36 Jeez. 108 uh, 97 uh no big deal. Cad just beat the 76 the seventy sixers. Yeah. Um back to the big Ten game. Uh yeah, so we'll see. It'll be it'll be a really interesting matchup. I really
1: do think that the Buckeyes will come out winning or with a win. However it ends up with the CFP, um, I'll be happy with um the Big Ten Championship. Uh first time we've gotten it. If we win obviously, uh since two thousand fourteen. So, I mean, which is crazy to think of because I mean, we are a great team and yeah. constantly are one of the top teams uh, or if are the top team in the Big Ten, and yet we've only had one in the past f- four years or something like that. Uh, so um, that'll be good, but when you're at a, this grade of a school, your expectations are always playoffs. Right. So.
0: Yeah, it's just – It's I don't know. The, the whole – I think Alabama's going to get in, like I said, like three times already. Mm-hmm. But it's if you just look at it, Alabama's strength of schedule was super, super low. You yeah, know? and I they think, played all of their uh, games at, at home, Yeah, it's, the bigger games. I don't know. I hope, I hope the committee doesn't make that mistake and put them in.
1: Mm.
0: It, it'll be weird seeing a college football playoffs without Alabama and Ohio State. Yes. But um, honestly, I'm not a huge Baker Mayfield fan. But it, I, I, I'll kind of be rooting for them. I, I think Oklahoma, because um, they're a Big 12 team as well, I'm not really a huge fan of SEC or the ACC. <laughs> I like ACC basketball. That's yeah. about it. But um, I i would probably be rooting for the Big 12. Uh, Baker Mayfield hopefully lights it up. Hopefully he gets his draft stock risen
1: a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it dropped ever since his antics that he had. So, I don't know. He, he he came out of nowhere. I didn't think he had much of a stock at all. And then he jumped up there to a top quarterback in the draft and, and then it kind of dropped on a little bit again after his Kansas game. So we'll see. Yeah. Um,
0: this is kind of a little bit of a shorter podcast today. Uh, we thought our interview was going to run a little bit longer. Uh, but with that being said,
1: um, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Um, I think – I'm really happy with this podcast today. I mean, uh, we had a th- great interview with Jessica. Yes, uh, it was a little bit short, but I thought we got a lot of good material. Um, I'm yeah. happy about it. Um, and I think that right now it's a good time at Ohio State. It's stressful with finals. Right. So looking forward to next
0: week. Yeah.
1: We will. If you want the student aspect of Ohio State, finals week. So
0: Yeah. So, Coming up at least. Yeah. So like I said, this is probably the last weekend I will be – um, available to do anything fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I will be like I said going to Indy. I'm leaving Friday, coming back Sunday. Um, next week, believe it or not, my workload is pretty low, like as far as assignments that I have to do. Mm-hmm. But I have a a final on Monday night of next, er, of of two Mondays from now. So not okay. this upcoming Monday, but the Monday after that. I have a final Monday night. Tuesday morning, eight a.m. and then and then one right after that, and then I have an online final to do. So, next week's podcast might be a little bit, a little bit shorter. Even though this one was kind of short, but yeah, we're gonna
1: have some fun with that one. Do yeah. Some, uh, we're gonna probably do some different segments uh, that we've been about. Um, so look forward to that, and uh, we have some big moves coming up. Uh, we won't we won't give it away yet. Yeah. But we have some uh, interviews p- scheduled in the future. And we're looking really forward to those. Yeah, those will, those will be big for us. Um, yeah, so make sure, if you enjoy this, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Leave a review, please. Yeah. Uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, this way you can be notified when that comes up. Um, always follow us at This Week at, Ohio, at OSU um, on Instagram and Twitter. So yeah, you can Instagram keep and up Twitter, to, yeah. We're going to be
0: posting a picture uh, with our interviewee, Jessica, In a little bit here. Uh, We need some constructive criticism, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know how we're doing. Like, our family says we're doing good, but that's our family. Exactly, yeah. Um, Let us
1: know. We we are always looking for ways to improve. All
0: right. Well, that was it for this week at OSU. Um, I'm signing off now. Yeah, thank you for coming along with us. All right, see you next week.
1: 47, Haskins
0: delivers.
1: Oh, what a
0: catch and what a throw! Austin Mack.